0: Oh shit! Fucking welcome to the flawed cast I'm Johnny Rubix, and today we're sitting around with uh, Bobby Donaldson.
1: How you doing, folks?
0: Fucking chilling. How you been, man?
1: Uh, you know, just mostly relaxing, reading a lot, doing a lot of boring shit that I like to do. What
0: have you been reading?
1: Um see, news. I always, I always spend a lot of my day reading news. Um, research about random things. Uh, this week, oddly enough, I've been reading a lot more about sports, which is kind of new. Um,
0: yeah. You're not really a big... Are you a big sports
1: guy? I, I'm, I'm not a fanatic. I'm really okay. not. Um, I do like sports, and it's mostly because I like the game. I like strategy. Yeah. I like the ability to think, and I, and I always played sports my entire life. Right. but uh the big reason why was a uh, lebron james became a free agent oh yeah and he, he's that. definitely my favorite player in basketball it's just you know it's hard not to like him
0: as those kids say this, these days he's
1: a goat he's a goat he's an uh, actual
0: goat in it, people clothes
1: yeah he's uh <laughs> he's a living legend if you will uh and he's still, you know what I mean? And, and it seems as though he has plenty of years. Yeah, he just signed a four-year agreement with uh, the Alley Lakers. And I'm a Celtics fan, so being...
0: I still say Kobe whenever I toss stuff into a yeah. trash can. I mean...
1: Yeah, that's that's probably never going to die. I'm going to be saying that, you know, when when you have grandchildren that are like, "What do you, why do you say that? Who is that? <laughs> uh,
0: man, that's funny. Uh fucking so uh let's do this this first jeweler cup here cuz i actually had some stuff that i, I kind of wanted to talk about it's like it's like a week and a half overdue fuck that's good so uh i guess we're like around 2 weeks since but uh so xxx tentacion the rapper was shot dead in florida about, like, two weeks ago. And uh, I have mixed feelings about it, and I noticed the internet does, too. So uh, let's talk about that right now. Bobby, okay. do you are you aware?
1: So okay. I'm aware of the death. I knew he Were was... Were you aware
0: of the artist?
1: I was not aware of the artist. Okay. never heard his name before. Again, I'm not... In that particular segment of hip-hop, I'm not well-versed.
0: So to give you the Reader's Digest version, he was one of the major rappers in this kind of new wave of uh soundcloud rappers uh okay. specifically from uh florida like a lot of the soundcloud rappers come from florida okay it's kind of this florida scene in a way that's kind of blown up like you have you have dudes like six nine who's from brooklyn and stuff mm-hmm. and other non-floridian rappers but for some reason like a lot of this soundcloud rap really florida's
1: a hot spot these days yeah, i, I g- mean i ima- remember when like you, at one time, Atlanta was that new big. Well,
0: at, Atlanta still is. Oh no, for, no, no, I know they're still a big but... thing,
1: but before they were a thing, yeah. how they kind of like all of a sudden Atlanta is yeah. like the place to be.
0: Exactly. Um,
1: I could see that kind of how that's growing out of there now.
0: Exactly. So like, yeah, like Lil Pump, Smoke Perp, uh, Ski Mask the Slump God.
1: Okay, so all... I, I know all these people. I could I could tell you their songs. Right. I, I've heard their names and I've heard them rap here and i
0: middle. i like a lot of the music uh not all of it but it's it's like how i feel about Lil john like Lil john is the worst rapper ever until you're drunk at a party somewhere yeah. and then Lil john's the greatest rapper ever i forgot which comedian said that yeah. like but i always related to that line it, it, so it, yeah. it's so true but uh um xxx tentacion was not Necessarily a rapper I particularly identified with. I didn't really. I wasn't really into his music because uh, it's very emo. Like okay, very, so very. He's he's he was like with little Uzi, right? Very much so. But I f- I feel like like I still like like Uzi a lot more still though because it's okay. like it's uh I don't know how to describe it. it's it's not as angry. It's sad. It's like sad boy music, but it's not. It's not angry. This this music was, like, really angry. And there was a lot of, like, extremely, like, violent, like, content. And, like, he kind of openly talked about, like, not being very nice to, like, women. And then the thing that everyone didn't like about this guy is in his private life.
1: Sounds kind of like Eminem at this point.
0: Yeah, except for, like, okay, so he was already on trial at the time of his death allegedly according to court documents so it's not like it's not some random like rumor but he had been charged he'd been charged like with uh like uh basically like holding his like pregnant girlfriend hostage and like beating the shit out of her and like threatening to rape her with like a barbecue fork or a barbecue grill brush her choice wow. and like he would like hold her head underwater and like drown her and shit and like crazy this is
1: all court documented at this point uh yeah
0: alleged from her we can't say that that's actually what happened happened, because he's dead he won't ever face trial for that but he
1: was on trial or he was going to face trial or some sort of charges for these allegations
0: yeah so uh and uh and his fan base kind of like thrived on that in a way where like they kind of it's like like everyone was like really upset like how can you like support this guy knowing that and stuff but like in a way they already knew that going into it so they they accepted basically this guy like may have been like a total piece of shit and uh,
1: not uncommon in the music industry
0: yeah very very common but like whatever like my thing was i was i was always like i don't really like his music i don't like if what is being alleged is true, then he kind of sounds like a monster, but whatever, like, I won't listen to him. Like, you know, whatever. But, yeah, so, um... So, fast forward, like, a couple weeks ago, like, uh, apparently he was at a motorcycle dealership looking at some motorcycles, and some dudes just ran up on him when he was leaving, and just fucking shot him.
1: Did they catch the... So, yes,
0: yes. So, uh, I haven't really checked up on the story, really at all, like, you know. But, uh, since like the news broke and stuff, but yeah, allegedly they got like one of the guys. They may since then have gotten like the other, I believe it was two people that they were looking for that were allegedly involved, but you know. um, So yeah, like.
1: So what's the controversy?
0: So the controversy is, goes back to the old argument of like, should we separate the art from the artist? And like, to put it bluntly or plainly, I guess, is my opinion is no, not really if you want to. Like, in my opinion, I didn't really like the guy from The Jump. I didn't really care for his music at all. So for me, it's like, well, it's a shame. Like, people shouldn't go around, like, murdering people, like, and robbing them. Like, that's fucked up. Yeah. You know, but at the same time, like, I really didn't have a connection to his music or anything. And from what I've heard, like, he was probably kind of a monster, so I'm more indifferent to it. But at the same time, there are people out there who identified with his music and got something out of it and you know probably at least were offered some kind of like like consolation that like they weren't alone and like feeling the way that they were feeling and stuff so no I don't think people should like stop listening to his music or you know getting anything from it but at the same time I don't so I'm a little little indifferent to it but you know
1: I think personally, or I think historically at least from what I've seen is most of the time people actions and events are judged uh without concern or historically um objectively of whatever it was so if it was a piece of art they usually um look at it objectively or it's remembered historically objectively there's there's always a history of of crazy artists doing crazy things even mozart was fucking wild
0: yeah, I mean, like generally, everyone that you're a fan of probably was a piece of shit in their private life. I mean, John
1: Lennon beat his first wife. Uh,
0: yeah, and I, I still listen to the Beatles and stuff, and it's like, I guess the argument is like, well, when you support, you know, their music, you're supporting them, and like them being able to do that. And it's like they would probably be pieces of shit even if they weren't millionaires, like making money off of music. Like,
1: it's, it's not, yeah, it's not necessarily encouraging them. To um, me,
0: it it comes down to like. It's essentially the same way I feel about a business transaction. It's like, do you gain something personally from identifying with this music? Not the artist, but like the music. And it's like, the answer is yes, then, and you get something out of it, then it's your prerogative. Good. You know, they're like, whatever.
1: So like, for example, in in context in, in today, I think that a person's art should be judged as a person's art. And that's going to happen, I think, historically, no matter what. But at the same time, when it comes to business transactions and actually uh, doing sales and getting the things today that you would like out of your art, especially monetizing it, you're going to have to look at the character of the individual. For example, Kanye West.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: Kanye West is one of the greatest artists of our generation, but his character... (laughs) pushes someone like me to like not want to buy his art yeah. however when i hear some of his music i'm just like I, i'm always yeah. blown away they just like god damn dude you're you're really good at this personally if i ever met you i'd want to yell at you um right for some of the shit you've said but it doesn't change the fact that i think your art is fantastic
0: yeah exactly i mean you know again like like people get something out of like a song like they like the reason you like a song is because like you identify with it or part of it or something about it. So you know, and music generally or genuinely helps people through like very difficult times. Uh, a lot of a lot of people who are mourning the death of uh, XXX Tentacion are uh, basically saying like you know I was going through some crazy shit and like when I heard his music it really like helped me, like, understand, like, oh, shit, like, I'm not the only one that, like, yeah. thinks crazy shit sometimes, but, like, it's just, like, really sad and stuff, and it's, like, cool, like, if, if that helps you, then, like, more power to you, like, if you really like the music, then enjoy it. Like, I also feel like you can enjoy someone's music and be like, ah, he's a fucking piece of shit, but, like, damn great music, yeah. great music, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, you know, I guess, like, you don't have to, like, you can mourn someone if, if you want to. It's yeah. just like, in my opinion, it's like, if he were an artist whose music I liked, I still would probably be in the position where I'd be like, yeah, he was a real piece of shit, but I genuinely like his music. You're like, yeah, in, in my case, I didn't really like, hit, like the way he presented himself just to the world as a person. Uh, and I didn't really care for his music either. Yeah. So I don't, you know fit into that category, but other people that I know really enjoyed his music and they got something out of it. So I mean, you know, that's cool too. It's what it's what art and music is for. It's
1: whatever. it's I think it's more interesting to see like you know in 10, 20 years if we're gonna be or I if I'm gonna know his songs because people or because they've lasted that long or like they pushed I, out.
0: I feel yes. I they feel will. like I feel like he was a dominant enough, like rising star.
1: Okay. And his
0: story is so short and tragic that like, I'm, I will not be surprised if like, there's a movie about his life. Like, okay. If not soon within like enough time where we'll be like, damn, like, uh, yeah, people are already like essentially calling him like this generation's like Tupac, which a lot of people don't agree with and shit, but he, he genuinely was like great at writing, songs okay and so he, he really was, he, did write stuff that people could identify okay. with and like he uh where other rappers even in the same like soundcloud rapper community are like still continuing the like braggadocious like i've got everything fucking like,
1: like y- yeah it's all, all about living like, well
0: yeah like do all the drugs fucking fuck all the bitches like this guy all that was talking about this guy was more talking about like man every day for me is an ex- uh an existential crisis and okay. like like he really even though he was part of that he didn't really like fit into that in okay. the same way like he definitely so, so when parts. i see
1: his like photo i saw you know the glamorous yeah the uh, a lot of tattoos on the face these days That that's a that's an odd one for me but whatever um but yeah i see where they, they almost fit in that cookie cutter look of of what what is comedy today but at the same time rappers in the 90s were dressing very similar that's when it was cool to wear you know, Gucci and very expensive yeah. clothing that was really loud um, you know what I mean so I, I get it that's just the fashions today I, in the same way like seeing kids that was a fashion trend that, yeah. that we went through that isn't existing today but didn't make it you know not as cool for that time right. and I'm sure we're gonna go back and see that as like a, a, a similar punk era you know people aren't dressing like punks anymore is,
0: um, yeah exactly like yeah I mean just because I, I don't
1: I don't get it but I'm interested actually here is I haven't heard any of his music or maybe I have I'm actually just interested in like even reading his lyrics and being like oh yeah, this, I, guy, this guy wrote pretty well
0: I'm not as much of a fan of like sad music yeah uh generally so that's the reason I never really like like identified with his like content was I was like eh
1: I'm a little I'm, too depressing for me. It's like, I'm depressed, but I'm not, like,
0: this depressed. Yeah. Like It's like, this is more music for people that are, like, generally probably in a really bad spot and, like, really, like, are just kind of, like, lost and, you know, need, like, that kind of, like, content to be like, oh, okay, cool, like, I'm not alone. But me personally, I'm it's a little on the dark side for me. And no so, and then, you know... Seeing interview, oh, like seeing interviews where he's like, "Yeah, I like beat the shit out of my like gay, ce- uh, gay cellmate because he looked at me weird, like, just no remorse." And it's just like, man, that's, that's fucking. Also,
1: you were in prison. I mean, <laughs> that's
0: fucking real, real fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah. So, I mean, but again, like, like I, I guess I kind of feel like, you know, art is art, and the people are people. Now, like, okay, like. It makes me think, is there a threshold for people where, like, they absolutely will separate the art from the artist? Like, case in point, do you know about Ian Watkins? No. He was the lead singer for a band that was very popular in the 2000s called Lost Prophets. Okay. He, uh, is in, uh, prison now. UK prison or whatever. Uh, for, like, having sex with babies and, like, being, like, a huge pedophile and, like, all this fucking crazy shit. Yeah, it's...
1: A uh, pianist uh, during the 50s married his cousin, 12-year-old, uh, Jerry... Oh, Jerry Lee Lewis? Yeah, Jerry Lee Lewis. Um, I think was a, a good point of, at least in that time period, there, like the, the American public and specifically the businesses of those times are just like, nope, you were... We just... We can't sell now, this. It's like... But he was an incredible pianist.
0: So, so like... Okay, going back to Ian Watkins, like, like from what I know, it is confirmed he is a baby rapist. Like, confirmed court documents, like, everything. He's,
1: like He's been tried, decided, and imprisoned for, for it.
0: For raping a baby, or, like, more, and just being, like, a total pedophile and all kinds of crazy shit. And it's like, you know, like, you go to, like, the, the YouTube videos for all of the Lost Prophets videos, and, like, every comment is, like, Baby raper, baby raper, fucking baby. and it's like, so is that the threshold? Is
1: like, so I would think that. Now here's something. Maybe because like, art? can you
0: can you watch, can you watch videos of this guy singing about fucking, I don't I don't know. I think Lost Prophets were kind of like an emo band, so like emo shit. Can you watch this guy singing like some emo shit, all 2006 out, all seen and stuff, and like really identify with it and like know like, man, he was probably like raping kids on the side. Is that the threshold or like,
1: it it seems like a fine line because the only difference between him and Michael Jackson is actually being convicted. Right. Again. Right. Right. Yeah. I mean, and, and I'm not saying that Michael Jackson did anything like that, but, but that's, but he was was in up. he was in a sketchy,
0: it's a sketchy situation to be in. Like
1: now the fame level is totally different. Michael Jackson had been at the top of the world for decades at that point rather than a a new guy and he's also in a category of pop Mm -hmm. which was you know global sensation and billions of dollars on the line I I don't know now historically I will say no at least in in history because um, uh, Washington's general during the Revolutionary War who actually taught the Americans how to fight and specifically how to fight with bayonets was accused of being a pedophile and and the best best allegations are that were he was just gay. The worst allegations were awful, and he was uh, you know kicked out of certain countries, and and basically he ended up as George Washington's friend. But he was also an incredible general, and he, he probably the reason why we won the American Revolution. So we we tuck those little pieces under under See, the carpet. Yeah, exactly. But we're like, oh man, if bayonet fighting wasn't a thing, we would have never won the right. war. But you got to kind of thanks guy? Who yeah, might see, that's fucking,
0: that's fucking weird. Yeah, like, I guess like, yeah, I don't know, man. That's,
1: that's crazy. <laughs> like, yeah, and it's like, and at that time the, period, it wasn't, I, it wasn't seen as Oda, okay thing See, either. I didn't know
0: any of that before you just mentioned yeah. it right now. now but like,
1: you're not gonna find that in your history book. <laughs> no, like,
0: yeah, that's crazy. I guess, like, yeah, everyone.
1: You also probably won't find that uh, George Washington. It, it, this is just some Fourth of July fun knowledge. Uh, George Washington risks his entire army by doing a new thing called inoculation. Um, he he took uh, smallpox was on the rise during the first winter, and it was killing off a lot of people. Is actually one of the reasons why it helped we strengthened our numbers it was because of it. This new idea, so he knew that he risked losing eighty to ninety percent of his army because it, infection was coming down, mm-hmm. and it would crush the war. But this new idea was: you take pus from people with smallpox and cut the arm of your soldiers, and basically put pus in it and inoculate them. We'll probably lose about ten percent. At least that's what the numbers showed. Uh, we got lucky, and I think we lost like nine percent. But he sacrificed a tenth of his army just to fight further with this new crazy idea yeah basically
0: uh, like a really janky early version of vaccination yeah it's, it's like essentially really what it unsafe... was it was
1: a, was a very unsafe new uh, yeah a very primitive
0: <laughs> we're not we're not taking like a weakened version of the virus you're getting the full virus you're getting the just it's
1: full... <laughs> not a whole lot of it yep <laughs> just but enough hopefully your family or or that God, Essentially at a ninety percent rate of death you you get reduced down to ten percent. And so when people are anti-vaccine and I'm like, You're bitching about one in ten thousand, man. Don't, you
0: <laughs> don't get me started on vaccines just because holy shit bro, like the only people that are fucking like anti-vaccines are people that didn't fucking live through like polio and yeah. shit or like don't have relatives that have that shit because like I have an uncle that is, like, permanently deformed and, like, actually requires, like, either a wheelchair or
1: scooter. Is it from polio? From polio. Oh, wow. Yeah, like,
0: uh, literally, That's still pretty like... That's rare to see. Yeah. Okay, so, like, so, like, you know when you're camping, like, how you have to poop by, like, basically, like, squatting down, yeah. kind of like you're, like, about to, like, jump up really high? Okay, like, he's basically in that position forever. So, like, when when he does walk with like a cane imagine some guy that's just like bent down all crazy like they're like picking something up off the ground but that's that's just like how like he has to walk now because of how much polio so him.
1: with with vaccines the way i think of it too is like you see that in awful case i look at like something a little more uh recent the aids epidemic right mm-hmm. imagine if today we got an h or hiv vaccine yeah. How would you not Like how would people Not want to get that Right And it's like With knowing how bad HIV was Because it was Quite recent Um You know, Mostly we We've solved the problem At least in the states Mostly just by Protections and awareness And things like that Because we didn't have The luxury of a vaccine Right Um But a lot of people Lost their lives in the 80s And it's still a Huge problem in Africa like, Right Like real bad Um uh, it's like if so, or, or just the fact that like how how people have immortalized Jonas Salk for finding the cure or finding the vaccine for polio. Mm-hmm. It's like, dude you, you really want to forego that? It's like we, Yeah, like <clears throat> Yeah, it's very I stupid I put them on the people who, uh, who believe the earth is flat still
0: Yes just, Although Alex and I have started a new movement the flat sun truthers we actually want to let everybody know the earth is not flat the earth is round but the sun is flat it's just a big flat disc everything kind of spins on top of it
1: does it spin around us
0: like like the sun kind of over us like or no or do we like, still go around it it's right? kind of like this and then like we're like
1: so we still go around it yeah okay a heliocentric flat sun
0: flat sun Flat Sun Theory. Sun's flat. Yeah. Earth is round. And then everything else is just turtles.
1: I would love to see the uh, the math. But I mean
0: We actually act we legitimately have a website, flatsuntruth.info.
1: I think I saw this. Yes. And I was just like, No, no, this has gotten worse. And I'm like, okay, so you're telling me you are the start of this movement. Yes. So if I see this like come back around yes. from some like Crazy people! I gotta blame you and only you.
0: Yeah. Damn. Flat sun truth.
1: I swear to God, if this ends up in any book in any school, I'm I'm gonna yell at you. Well, it's true. Is <laughs> there's a? Uh, have you seen these? Uh, these are fun. Um, these creationist museums. You seen this? No. Okay, so there are these history museums like world history museums like the great history or uh, like world history museums we've had uh like the one uh what's the the night at the museum what do we what museum is that um something of natural history it's in new york but anyways so it's like that's a legitimate badass museum you know wins awards or whatever however there's these museums starting up mostly in uh the bible belt of that are essentially retelling history for children it in their way, so you'll have like people <laughs> with dinosaurs,
0: Jesus, like in, in a
1: scene. So you'll have like a shit, you're not. I think I even saw a word. It was like there's a baby Jesus and there's dinosaurs Rex, <laughs> or no, like a Triceratops. And it's oh just my god, it's like it's shocking. It, it's just, <laughs> and then you see children go through, and this whole thing tells them the story. and The children mesmerized by it. You know what I mean? yeah. they're Bright-eyed. They'll believe anything. Right. They're kids. They're <laughs> Their dumb. They're kids. Like, <laughs> they're only limited by imagination. So they're, like, truly thinking this is how history goes. And these things are huge. Like, there's one. <coughs> it, it's seriously a fucking Noah's Ark built. It's huge. But, yeah. Ah.
0: Um, <sighs> well... This is why we can't have nice things.
1: <laughs> I, just, I think a of the amount museums. of money that I got donated and then got wasted, but it still adds economic <laughs> value. And it's like, still, America is that rich that <laughs> we waste money on recreating history and have monuments to it. It fucking blows my mind. That's rich. That's real rich. Uh... <laughs> Anyway, we're that wealthy we, we we spend massive amounts of money to tell lies because they make us feel better
0: wow yeah that's nuts creationism oh. everything's a spaghetti monster oh man uh, so what's what's the the
1: next cup?
0: Well, <clears throat> I was gonna ask. Do you have anything this week for Bobby's Money Minute?
1: I, I could do I could do a quick one. It won't be too exciting. Sure.
0: Well, fucking hot damn, Bobby! I say we do it. You ready? Yeah. I'm putting sixty seconds on the clock, Bobby. Go!
1: All right. As of midnight this night, there are thirty-four billion dollars more of Trump's tariffs on mostly Chinese goods. Uh, This is actually rack to the market. Um, It's pissed off a lot of investors in Chinese companies, which gives guys like me who are value investors the opportunity. Company I've specifically been kind of looking at is JD.com. If they get to valuations, I really, really like, I like that company. They're very innovative um, in the robotics and logistics area. They move packages. They're like kind of like a privatized USPS, if you will. cool things happening there. Other Chinese companies, BYD, they do electric cars. They're kind of kicking the U.S.'s ass. Uh, there's great companies in China, Alibaba. Uh, if you find good valuations there because of Trump's tariffs, I mean, take advantage of them. I, I don't think those tariffs are going to last longer than his presidency. Uh, so, you know, there's that. Um, more people are going back into the labor market. Seven seconds, Bobby. And uh, for or so unemployment actually went up, but more people got employed. So market's looking real good.
0: Damn, Bobby, I was right on it. Fucking <clears throat> yeah. So Alibaba, I just recently found like. They basically do everything.
1: Oh, dude. Like yeah. literally,
0: I didn't know about this.
1: They, they really are like an Amazon of China. They're, they're as innovative and new crazier. But shit. like,
0: so from what I know, like is, uh, correct me if I'm wrong about this, but a lot of, uh, like, even like independent small businesses that need stuff like like specific stuff manufactured they'll go through alibaba to get like custom shit made essentially
1: yeah like, so i i don't know all of what they I do i think like because no, i know that they, didn't surprise me at all
0: because i know they obviously like they sell like everything like mm. i'm talking everything they're
1: everything. an online store mostly yeah that's yeah, what they started desk. Um, but yeah because like
0: <clears throat> um i was looking into getting some merchandise that i needed done and i was like weighing the options of, like, doing it myself or having, like, another company do it, and I think through some of my searching, like, I was directed to, like, Alibaba, Alibaba but, uh, you, you had to have, like, a pretty high, like, minimum where I'm like, yeah, I don't I don't fucking need, like, a thousand of these, but essentially from, like, what I could gather, like,
1: you're going you, direct wholesale through this online company that's yeah. based out of China.
0: Yeah, so you could possibly... That's badass. You could po- it's probably a situation where you could probably be like, oh, like I need specifically this with like this cut and this pattern and whatever. And like they're the guys who can handle that for you.
1: That's way cool. I didn't know they did that. Um, I think. I think- I, it, it looks like they do. It doesn't surprise me one bit. Uh, I've noticed I can buy stuff on Alibaba. I've heard from people that it's not quite as efficient as Amazon, but I'm like, I'm also thinking well, this is across the ocean. Like, of course it isn't. I, I I would try to use Amazon in in France, and it was, it wouldn't happen. Anymore.
0: You know what? Like, let's act, let's talk about Amazon really quick. Okay. It's the top off. You fucking bitch. So, uh, I love Amazon. I don't care what any oh. of you fucking hippies out there who are gonna like. You're like Amazon doesn't pay its workers anything. Fuck you. Amazon because is one of the most Amazon is the goddamn greatest thing that has ever happened to me. <laughs> everything <laughs> that yeah. everything that like I need to get for like my very, very, very small business is mo- like I'd easily say thirty to forty percent of it I get on Amazon. Whether yeah. that's like random like replacement lights for like our film equipment or like packaging and like, just like simple, simple, simple shit. I get it from Amazon and I most of the time get it the next day. Yeah. Um, um
1: I forget that I purchase stuff on Amazon mm-hmm. and then my email is telling me to go check my mail. It's just, it's too easy. I've, I've stopped buying any larger I stopped going to, like, whenever I need something, I, I stopped going to Walmart to go get it. Yeah. I just, Amazon, look it up. Alright, that's <laughs> the price There Walmart. you go. Boom. Everyone
0: that fucking hated Walmart and was like, oh, Walmart's the goddamn deal Well, are you happy? Well, Amazon. Just,
1: and then Walmart's <laughs> just getting better at it. And then, it's funny, as Walmart, as far as like, <laughs> as far as public perception, is getting better. It's like, they're, they've are they offered a program where they're uh, paying for education for, people, or for their employees. Like, and they're, like, the largest employer in the United States or some
0: shit. Like I never hated Walmart. I've never been like, a hater. I've, I've never understood that.
1: I think they're one of the, the greatest American companies that have ever been built. Um, you should hear Charlie Munger talk about Sam Walton. Yeah. Like, he talks about him being a, a manager of a business. He's just, like, like he was God. Uh, yeah, I just... I, I'm not big on... I hate bad capitalism. I can find bad things wrong in any giant company. I, hell, I usually know yeah, their no one, history. Yeah, no one's
0: saying Walmart's innocent. Yeah. Like, they've done some pretty shady shit. Like, they've, like, outright, like, not paid workers. And, like, you know, they've done some fucked up shit. They've also paid a lot of money out the ass for doing all that shit and had to settle a lot of lawsuits and, you know.
1: So, so. and then, like, okay, to get back on kind of Amazon, Jeff Bezos, the way he thinks blows my mind. So I was watching or I was reading an article and he was talking about how he thinks that everything he's doing with his uh his space company Blue Origin, which is I believe a derivative of Amazon, but it's yeah. or just only owned by him we'll, or some shit
0: like that. We'll get to all of that in a minute. Okay. But uh yes.
1: So Go anyways, on. the point was he was talking about how he looked back at energy consumption of humans since the Industrial Revolution and has noticed that even as the we we've gotten way more efficient, we slowly use more wattage. And he says <clears throat> the growth is only like one or two percent per year. It's very low, and and that's what's got us to having all the electronics that we have now, light, central cooling, all the awesome things that we have today. And he says, he goes, but he goes, if you compound that out a couple of hundred years, you realize that. We're gonna need more energy than the sun strikes on Earth at that time period in a few hundred years, which means we're gonna either have to get become stagnant as far as living standard, or we're gonna have to leave Earth and start doing things. So he said, you know, in a few hundred years, when my grandchildren's grandchildren, he's like, I see, hopefully there's a, a trillion humans. So people talk about how that we shouldn't have more humans. But he's like, nah, man. Like, let's have a trillion. If we have a trillion humans, we'll have a thousand Einsteins. We'll have a thousand Picassos. We'll have every every generation. will have that many. And just think about how much cooler humans can get.
0: It'd be like the fucking planets from Star Wars. <laughs> it's like sprawling city planets.
1: Yeah, we, we, I, and he's With like Amazon
0: I, drones everywhere.
1: It's just when he when he starts thinking that far, and I'm like, oh shit, man, you. I try to think that far, and sometimes it's just like, dude, you're, you're already there, and you've already created, you're the richest man in the world by a lot, right? Yeah. Now. Uh.
0: So, the thing I I, I, I watched this video, I kind of, like, broke down essentially the whole philosophy of Amazon, and I thought it was really interesting, because basically what it came down to is, like, you notice, like, Amazon kind of seems scatterbrained like you're like damn like they have amazon but then they have like kindle and they've got whole foods and they've got their fucking space pro- they've they've got other other shit
1: they've got robotics cloud cloud twitch. is their biggest or one of their biggest fastest growth and amazing companies
0: uh twitch logistics uh, Am- amazon web services uh like they host most of the internet
1: uh, uh, uh market watch that's yeah. uh, all the market bullshit so, that those blogs all owned by them washington post owned by them
0: So basically, you know, it would make one think like, well, what the fuck, like, what do you do? And the theory behind Amazon isn't necessarily like, how much stuff can we do? It's more, this thing that we want to do, would it benefit from being like a million times bigger? Mm -hmm. And that's the basic theory of Amazon is like, if we took this thing and scaled it up, a million fucking times
1: How much better will it be for society?
0: Right So like That's like basically the idea Is yeah. like What if there were a marketplace But like you could get Anything Anything on it And like What if there were like You know what his vision was of...
1: Behind Amazon itself? Do you know what it was? About the bookstore? Oh, no, or, or his, his vision Originally of what What he thought Amazon Should be and could be It actually came from is He's a big, he's a big Trekkie he, uh, he loves Star War- or Star Trek, which I do as well. And so in Star Trek, there's this thing called the Make It So Machine. So on board, you just go over there and you say, milkshake. And boom. Milkshake. Computer. Boom. What- whatever you want. It's called Make It So. That was his vision. He originally had the idea of calling Amazon MakeItSo.com, but he thought that would be too long and yeah, wordy. Yeah. yeah, and so he went with Amazon. But that, that's essentially, so there would be a day, hopefully in my life, where I could go go, beep, 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 and poof, it's there. That's what he wants, and I already feel like it's that, but it's like, he wants your machine. He wants you to have a machine at your yeah. house. <clears throat> Bang, milkshake.
0: So one thing that's really cool is like the idea that uh, the whole like investment philosophy behind Amazon is like, basically, we're going to wait and hold off making a dollar today so we can make like five bucks tomorrow. Mm-hmm. So they will act like it's in their like investment strategy that like, yeah, we're just going to straight up lose money Yep. because like, we're just going to like basically get so big and dominate everything that fucking
1: like, because at scale we've already figured out will be profitable.
0: Yeah. So like uh, case in point, like their Kindle, mm-hmm. Kindle sells for 79 bucks costs like 78.50 just to assemble. And then there's
1: I always wonder why those things are so much cheaper than and then, everything. And then else. there's
0: uh marketing and advertising. Uh there's tech support, there's delivery, like all kinds of shit like software, like basically like they go into the negative a lot of money every time they sell one of these, but it's okay because like They've made so much money on like their like Amazon Web Services. Do uh, you know how many fired. things I
1: bought off of a Kindle? Like from a physical Kindle in my hand, it said Amazon, buy me this. Yeah, like that's why.
0: <clears throat> yeah, so like, it's basically, well, fucking, we're just gonna be the be all, end all, so, like everything.
1: Uh, Warren Buffett. That sounds
0: terrifying. I
1: saw, fair. I saw Warren Buffett say this and i thought it was genius and he said he completely missed it. he's like i never he's like at one time i looked at amazon stock and he was like talking late 90s he looked at it and saw yeah this isn't my shit and he goes and he goes it was one of the biggest mistakes i ever made he goes because he was if i he's like i just didn't think jeff Bezos could do that i didn't think anyone could let alone him so um he said he goes now whenever jeff Bezos does something he's just like You never want to give that guy a 10-year head start.
0: Yeah, no shit. Um, Uh, He's
1: actually even gone into business with him now, um, with their their healthcare thing.
0: And uh, Amazon is not content with uh, just delivering you, like, the quickest everything right now. They want it even, like, quicker. Yeah. Like, free two-day shipping, like, they want to get it down to, like, free two-hour shipping.
1: Yep. Like... They want it... Can I hand it to you right now? I want to make it so.
0: Yeah, and also uh, I've had books delivered same day. Amazon's uh, customer service is like supreme. Like I-,
1: I haven't even had to use it.
0: I used it and I was very upset. Uh, and uh,
1: they took care of it all.
0: They took care of it. I I got my money back for some shit that like didn't end yeah, up. Yeah, I remember you're freaking and out and
1: you're so pissed.
0: Yeah, I was very pissed and uh, called them up and they were they like basically yeah it was rad like it's 10 bucks a month
1: (laughs) so so by the way folks if i ever see amazon price at a a price point i like uh, i'll buy that shit hand over fist with every dollar i got it's that great of a company it really is um
0: again like their uh, ability
1: to grow they're growing so fast it's ridiculous them and facebook are so large yet grow so fast it it just blows my mind
0: like so, again, like, we're sitting in what essentially is my studio that doubles as, like, my, like, warehouse for merchandise. And most of the stuff that I use in here was in some way purchased through Amazon. Like, all of, all of our video equipment, uh, yeah. all of the packaging for, like, our clothing, um, just little shit here and there, cables headphones accessories and uh get it quick as fuck it's rad
1: yeah you just you don't have any problems i even had to do returns yep um not bad like i i dreaded it and then i did it and i was just like yeah it's pretty easy this is easier than going to a goddamn store
0: they basically hold your hand through it
1: yeah um it it just they're they're impressive uh because i think the thing is they're and I know this is one of their visions. They always want to pass the value on to the customer. Right. They always want to make it better for their people. Kind so, of like Costco. <clears throat> like I love Costco's membership too. I, there's not a place I can get beer, peanuts, broccoli, <laughs> eggs, USDA prime meat cheaper and better. There's just not. So uh, Jeff Bezos,
0: I believe said at one time, uh, there are two types of companies. Companies that work hard to charge their customers more, and companies that work hard to charge their customers less, and we like to think we fall into the second category. And I always thought that was really
1: cool, and I, I, I personally try to do that myself.
0: Uh, what's very funny about that is uh, it's always reminded me of this episode of uh, Dexter's Laboratory, and I've always like, I've always thought this way in terms of like, like selling stuff. And in the episode, uh, you watched Dexter's Lab. Right? Yeah, I, okay. I remember
1: I watched. Okay. It a, ton when like, I was a kid.
0: Yeah. So in the episode, <clears throat> uh, both Dexter and his sister Dee Dee are having yard sales to—I I can't remember—raise money for some shit. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, he's selling some lab stuff, and one of them is some trans-thermal like coupler, some crazy shit, and he's selling it for like one million dollars and, like, people come up to the yard sale and they're like, oh, what's this thing? It's pretty cool. And he's like, oh, it's a uh, fucking bullshit. It's one million dollars. And they're like, ah, yeah, no. And, uh, they go over to fucking Dee Dee's, like, yard sale. And they're like, oh, this light bulb, this is pretty cool. How much you want for this? And she's like, I don't know, a dollar? And, like, they're like, cool. And they give her the money and, like, by the end of the episode, Dexter hasn't sold shit. And some other crazy episode shit ensues. That's all crazy. Yeah. And, uh, she has this like big bucket full of cash Cause she just She just got the money Didn't matter Like just fucking Whatever you'll give me for I just Fucking I just want money. this to move Yeah And uh I've always thought that Like um Especially like for instance Like in Music Like merchandise is always Like very expensive Like if If you like a certain artist Chances are Their T-shirts And you know, other clothing merchandise starts at around like $30. Mm -hmm. And, uh, I've always been like, man, you're really cool to charge people, not $30. Yeah. (laughs) If you could find a way to like monetize like everything else to where like you still made money, it'd be great to like not charge people that much.
1: And I, and I think that's where, where great innovation comes from in businesses. That's what Walmart did. That's, what great companies have always done is they, they found a way to give things for less rather than give it for more. It's counterintuitive, but almost everything in money is.
0: But yeah, but if you increase the volume. Yes,
1: yeah, like- so you'll increase your revenue. And by by increasing your revenue, you can increase your margins. You increase your margins and your revenue, you increase your profit. Yeah. It, it doesn't sound like you should charge more or charge less because on the face value you would love to sell something for a hundred dollars rather than five because you make a hundred bucks but again that, that doesn't necessarily work in the real world everything i've ever noticed about money is it's always counterintuitive you you want to buy something for example in the stock market you don't want to look up. You want to look down. So everybody comes to me with questions. Hey, tell me about Bitcoin. Hey, tell me about this thing that's up, that's up, that's up. And I'm just like, dude, you guys are looking at the wrong spot. You're waiting until people tell you about it. That's not when to be finding it. You right. need to find it when it's on, on the floor and yeah. everybody forgot to look at it. it it's just you got it. You you can't chase things. You gotta you gotta find them before they. It's just that's why it's hard. That's why most people suck at it.
0: Yeah. Um, I mean,
1: it's just it. it, it that's why businesses fail more often than succeed. It's a hard thing to do.
0: Yeah. I mean, yeah. So yeah. shit's it's hard.
1: Nothing really about hard. it's intuitive.
0: It really isn't like it's all numbers.
1: <laughs> and that's, that's also the the thing, uh, intellectually that I've loved about money and economics and business is that it is, you have to train your brain to think a little differently. Um, there are times when I sell something and I feel bad for making a profit, and I'm like, and I'm like, man, I wish I could have gave it to him cheaper. Cause I'm just like, dude, I wouldn't have paid for that. But I'm like, all right, well, I did deliver this, and I did do that, and I did all these things. And it's like, he Pisces is he got it still, and well, I'm over here kicking myself. So it's like, just weird.
0: Case in point, like, like uh, going back to the the music portion or the the musical artist or artists in general, like say you're an artist and you're like trying to sell one of your like t-shirts or whatever or like a cd it's like fuck like yeah it's like in my opinion when i do that it's like like yeah i feel bad like charging like a certain price i'm like man that's i wish i could charge them not that much And you think about it you're like oh well i have to pay for advertising and like fucking the cost of like actually getting this shit made and then like i have to have someone merch table for when like i'm on stage and stuff and it's like yeah there's a lot that goes into it
1: the problem is you can't ideally i'd love to give something free and i think that's the beauty and genius behind facebook is that this is a product you can give to every single person on the planet given that they can uh, they even want to provide the thing to get there for free which is the internet or devices and such um, and that's their hiccup right now. And that's where their scaling problem that they've ran into at the moment because they've done so well at it. But it's like, I, I use Facebook every day because, one, it's free. I don't right. pay for any of it. But I make money because it creates data. Um, crazier idea we didn't talk about, possibly this one or another time, is uh, one of their, their co-founders had this idea of taxing data. To redistribute back. Oh into, yeah, or uh, re, uh, create redistribute. Re, yeah, I saw uh, for, that. basically create a dividend and. and that, dude, I didn't even think of that. Yeah. I'm just I had another idea for the same kind of concept with sales tax, but like, I'm all in love with that idea. Yeah,
0: I, it's it reminds me of like this idea that uh, oddly enough, Milton Friedman, the huh. Godfather of every laissez-faire right, capitalism. Right, yeah. Uh, Actually, at one time, like, proposed uh, a universal income. Mm
1: -hmm. A basic income,
0: yeah. Basic income provided, in his words, that, like, you removed most of the government from... Yeah,
1: as long as there's no bullshit tied to it. You don't have to get inspected by DES and jerked off two dicks. You just get a check in the mail.
0: Yeah, just for existing. Uh, He actually proposed that, and it was... uh,
1: Oh, I didn't realize he proposed it. I, I thought it was—I <coughs> knew it was an idea he supported.
0: Yeah, no, or, or okay, yeah. Like, uh, I'm I not even sure which one. Like, yeah, it doesn't I don't, really matter. I don't think he actually was the originator yeah. of that theory, but he definitely supported that idea, which I thought was interesting. Is like, oh, like, you should just have like a minimum set like income for like literally everybody, just like a certain amount.
1: The number or, or it seems to be going with is about $500 a month yeah it was
0: it was something and it's
1: for like, anyone basically 18 years i believe the idea is 18 years old and a citizen yeah um maybe not citizen i'm not sure but maybe it's just resident <clears throat> so i did the numbers on it how much that would cost and here's the big problems <laughs> it will cost a lot yeah um it, like it will actually we would have to either cut a large portion of our uh Uh, economy or the way we tax I think it's going to take large changes in the way we tax and programs that we do um because right now we have this idea of if you got to offer something free you need all these bullshits with it that you know this is an idea of just it's kind of like getting dividends in in stock and trust me once you own a stock that pays a dividend it's so nice Uh to just get blink you got paid that's and you did nothing just nothing you just own some shit you're you're now entitled to something that's why it's called security and his idea of security or uh, mon- or kind of creating security out of data to feed back into the ownership of the people or so the people who created the data blew my mind um i didn't even know we could tax that it's because he understands a world that i don't which is how data is mined and what its true value is that right i don't know that stuff
0: yeah neither do i
1: and and i don't know how to calculate it, but he does that's that's what their business is and and him knowing that he's like dude this is like oil in the cryptic world like and that's what you can tax and that's where these people would gain their profits and you redistribute back to the people who actually created the profits in the first place love the idea um yeah but yeah it's it's kind of like a dividend it should be just like a dividend um and it's it is quite nice and i'll say just you just Waking up in the morning and getting a check for <clears> no reason.
0: For people that are not like, you know, who, who don't give a shit about stocks and stuff. Dividend is basically, essentially you can think of it as you take all the profits and divide it up among the people that like own their parts of the company. Roughly. It's your it's, cut. It's a lot. There's more that goes into it than that, but that's an oversimplification.
1: Yeah. It's, a cut. it's, you it's know, if your you, cut of the profits if you own, after retention uh, of the company's profits if you're and blah, a, blah, blah.
0: If you're a half owner of a lemonade stand with your brother and you guys make 20 bucks in profit after you've paid for all your expenses and stuff, then you split it up, you know, 50-50. You can think of that as like a dividend.
1: Yeah. The the cool thing is with a stock you're more of a silent partner, but you're not a silent partner. You actually can vote, but you don't have to if you don't want to. Yeah, um the neat thing is because we've we've industrialized this is that I can own a, a piece of data really at this point it's not even a piece of paper. I own a piece of data stating that my name is on a list of owners and it however small in this particular company's uh, machine of generating profit. And when it all gets cut up at the end of each quarter, uh, companies either retain all their, their losses or gains, or sometimes they distribute them back. Older, bigger companies usually start slowly redistributing back. And it, it is a cool thing. The only problem is with wealth inequality, you get the larger, a uh, very few owning the majority of those things, those mm-hmm. securities. Where the the 90%, we'll just call it the 99%, it's actually more like the 99.8% own this little little tiny piece just a couple mm-hmm. of percent well just if you own the rest that's really what's happening in the market right now um the problem is you it seems terrible to just say hey dude you can't own all this got to give it to these guys so you got to figure out how to fix that and the way the market naturally works it's gonna push the monetization of these companies for example walmart half of it's owned by like three people mm-hmm. um which were the people inherited walmart if Walton was still alive, he would be about as rich as uh, Jeff Bezos, uh-huh. or Bezos, whatever. Bezos only owns like 15% of uh, Amazon. Yeah. So, but yeah, it's it's a really cool thing, and, and to get universal basic income's nice, and when people say, oh, it might breed lazy people, well, it also breeds people that now have time to do something that they never really had an opportunity to. Um I can tell you just in my own experience of getting dividends and, and creating my own personal basic income. It's nice to be able to have options in the world, and and spend your day learning and reading and self-cultivating. Yeah. Um,
0: well, <clears throat> again, Milton Friedman, the right-wing laissez-faire capitalist uh, economics guru, yeah, uh, actually, like argued that point when uh, he said something to the effect of like well like what if you know people would say like what if you know the drug addict gets their money and then just like smokes it all up like so and he's like yeah so like then like he would either have to rely on like his friends and family who would probably help him out or like you know the community or whatever but like there would still be people with like time and money available to like help someone like that And probably social services to, like, also deal with, like, drug addiction and stuff like that, so.
1: And it's true, but it also creates economic activity. The profit goes to the drug dealer who might feed his child or his family or buy a new car or do whatever the hell he's going to do. You know, make more income that might make him wealthier, and for generations, his descendants will be wealthier. So, in the end, we're still creating wealth. You. You just get more activity out of each dollar, which actually can produce more output because now it's more diverse. There's new talents behind it. There's new knowledge behind it. Um, Yeah, I've argued that this idea was a good idea economically, just like Friedman has. Um, It's just, again, everything money is counterintuitive. It's hard to see that personally and in case by case. But we got to remember this would in the United States, this would go to about 250 million people. Yeah. And that's why lot. it's so expensive. It's yeah. trillions of dollars in cost. Um, in order for us to afford that kind of thing, we have to discuss healthcare costs. Uh, to some degree, we actually have this. That's what social security is. Social security is guaranteed income for uh Elderly, so that essentially elderly poor is no longer a thing. Universal healthcare—that's Medicare. Um, but we, we've only done it for basically uh, veterans, and we've done it for old people. We just haven't done it for all yet. Yeah. And we did that in the '30s to '50s era.
0: Yeah. <clears throat> and healthcare
1: for the poor and things like that—that that, that came out of the '60s. This 50 years ago, our economy has grown by enormous amounts <clears throat> since then.
0: So. I often argue this point and, like, it's probably, like, I know it's an unpopular opinion, but although, although personally, like, I have my own feelings about, like, what healthcare and stuff like that should be and, like, to some extent, like, I actually totally believe that, you know, people should be able to go to the fucking doctor at the very least and not go into fucking, like, tremendous debt over it.
1: Yeah.
0: No. Uh... Whenever people get riled up about like the state of healthcare and where, where healthcare is going, like I remind them like, dude, like we've only really had like true healthcare, healthcare, healthcare. Yeah. Like the hospital and the doctor term. where we can literally like cure you of most ailments, healthcare for around like 80 years. Yeah. Like a hundred you know years ago, it was like, here, drink this whiskey and like stay cool and don't do anything and see if it goes away. Take some heroin while you're at it. Like, we're literally still trying to figure out how to do this, like in a way where like it's accessible to like everyone. It's, it, it's a
1: radical idea. It, yeah. It's just that it it's been done in Europe and in many countries around the world. Uh, but it is a new idea. And and the crazy thing is, what people will not know, um, you gotta hear, you gotta look at the way Charlie Munger talks about, uh, J D Rockefeller. One of the reasons why in this country we even have the healthcare system is because of J.D. Rockefeller giving away all his money in the end of his life. He cured many diseases, cured uh, and, and funded many new uh, vaccines over his lifetimes and, and cre- essentially created the backbone in which our healthcare system has now right. been built. And that didn't come from even people doing business. That came from a guy giving away his enormous fortune, yeah. largest fortune we know of in, in tangible dollars today it'd be he was worth in today's money like 350 billion dollars damn yeah uh he owned oil so the entire oil industry we know how big it is yeah he owned the whole thing they had to break it all up and that's the reason why you have companies like texaco and uh exxon all those were standard oil one time yeah and he owned it all and then he gave away most of his money
0: he was a very scary motherfucker
1: yeah with but a dread nose but it, the fact that we even have this conversation about healthcare because of that guy what a dick what a dick the fact that being able to go to like get a book out of a library as a, as a right as a citizen of Pima County at this moment is because of a guy like uh fucking Carnegie who owned US what was US or what became US Steel um the idea of the universal access to knowledge wasn't new historically but in the industrial age absolutely new radical idea um it's one of the reasons why we have the library of congress today and i have libraries like i walk to libraries right they're the I, i think i've even done it on the show like they're one of the coolest things i can think of um and we take for granted all these things, and we're gonna take for granted universal healthcare eventually, and we're gonna take for granted universal basic income. But these are radical ideas still.
0: Yeah. Uh. I feel, in a way, no matter how much people don't like the idea, I feel like with the rise of the robot overlords, universal basic income will just kind of be in like inevitability. You know, like
1: I see it as a in wealth in. In this country specifically, and even in the developed world, is growing so much and has gone so vast that I don't see it as is, you know, far, you know, left socialism and all this crazy stuff. I just see it as why not? Like we can afford it, and it, it increases the living standard. And isn't that what the whole point of an e- economy is? Yeah. Or, or at least uh, a free market economy is to try to raise the living standard of all. Or at least most people. I mean,
0: ideally, like. And has it not? Done I feel that? like I feel like <clears throat> you know, a lot of people will argue that the free market is out there to allow people to just be cocksuckers and fucking exploit people, but realistically, I mean, like, I feel like I feel like a free market, like more or less, kind of like kind of does work. Like well, I'm not it- I'm not like a proponent for like. Like a completely free and open, no, like, no holds bar, like, full okay. on
1: laissez faire, yeah. Like,
0: like, I'm okay with regulation, like, I think you know, I think regu- even laissez
1: faire allows for regulation, it, just so that, it, but no more than what is needed to make sure the market functions because an un, unregulated market doesn't function properly.
0: Well, it just like, won't
1: <clears throat> you'll get, you'll get monopolies,
0: yeah. That's what and, will happen, and uh, mm-hmm. I mean, regulation is what gives us clean air like before we had like regulations motherfuckers were just pumping whatever they wanted into the air you had like smog alerts that were like hey don't fucking go outside if you have asthma you can die today it's like thanks to regulation you can go outside and fucking breathe
1: or that every day you go to work you're not assuming you're probably gonna die dude like that used to be a thing when uh when i was was going to war
0: when i was a kid When I was like six, my first time going to Universal Studios, first of all, like LA was so smoggy that like you, like you could stare directly at the sun because like it was blocking all of the fucking-
1: You had an ozone layer underneath where it should be. I'm not kidding. I'm not
0: kidding when I say you could stare at the sun. Like, no, no, no. Like, I'm not kidding. Like you could look directly at the sun and it looked like a giant yellow marble in the sky it was ridiculous and uh, and also on the same trip on our way to universal studios i got horribly sick when we started entering like the city oh, yeah. like, like like i had to lay down in the back of the car and i was like pretty sure i was going to fucking puke and like like it just smelled like farts <laughs> <laughs> and like my first impression of los angeles was like god this place is fucking stinky and gross like i hate this and like like I, like I went to LA a couple of years ago and like, it was fucking great. Much like, better. I could breathe. You know, Hollywood smelled like piss, but that was piss. <laughs> it wasn't like fucking. That's because
1: hobos piss on things. Yeah,
0: like. You know. Yeah,
1: that's okay. So when I went through Hollywood and I saw the, the Walk of Stars, or whatever, I it did not like. It seemed weird because you know I'd always seen it on TV and it was like an entourage and it was in like this pretty setting and I see it and I see like hobo sleeping, trash, dude. People in like prom dresses and, and then like lights and I'm just like Dude Whoa so This is fucking weird.
0: So yeah, like uh I was with uh I was with my homie and we like pull up in Hollywood and like It's just, like, really gross-looking. Yep. Like, and, like, some parts of Tucson are pretty gross-looking, but, like, this was, like, a whole... Yeah. Another level of, like... Like, I'm not kidding.
1: When people have told me grungy, I didn't... I thought I knew what it meant, but no. It
0: legit smells like piss. Yeah. And uh, it smelled like piss and burnt garlic hot dogs because we went to go eat at this literally greasy spoon hot dog joint that was, like like half like kind of like it was like apparently the bomb spot and it was it was delicious but like it was literally the greasiest like i'm pretty sure no one's cleaned in here forever and uh it was bomb like the (laughs) the hot dogs were grilled on a grill that like like you could taste the other hot
1: dogs that had been Uh, grilled on it before and (laughs) uh it's like a like a really good never washed cast iron pan yeah like all that gristle Mm. yeah
0: basically like there's no bacteria on it at those temperatures yeah and uh, it was like char grilled, like a backyard barbecue yeah and uh, it was delicious but yeah it was also the grimiest fucking hot dog shack ever
1: yeah I, I would probably love that that's 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 my shit you know I actually ended up liking it because I ended up in a dive bar around there and it was it was grimy and it, here's how I knew it was grimy When is Mike and I were there and when Mike got up to use the bathroom the lady filled up his half drink beer back up for free and I like kind of was like what the fuck are you doing like do we have to pay she's like I'm just gonna hook you guys up she's like she said something along the lines of yeah you guys tip so well and like we're like dude we just gave her a normal tip yeah. and and she was just hooking us up all night I'm like Man, this lady doesn't get tips.
0: Yeah. Yeah, this is oh. grimy. <laughs> Real grimy.
1: Like, when you go to a dive bar and don't feel like your bartender should get tipped,
0: that's a grimy dive bar. Yeah.
1: Those are my favorites.
0: Yeah. Buffet. Yeah, that's... Buffet, Tucson, Arizona. Just the fucking dirty hole in the wall. The Writing only, everywhere.
1: The only bar that I've ever been into in which I can drop a glass out of my hand, smash on the floor, and the bartender just says, can I get you another one? Everywhere else, you're gone. Yeah. That means you're drunk. I even knew I'm drunk. No.
0: Sometimes they serve hot dogs out of an actual crock pot.
1: Yeah, so the reason why they do that is because remember the law in uh, when we were at the, the Fox when we were bartending, in which you can or when you did your uh license in which you can only sell beer to go if your establishment actually sells hot prepared food as well like you have to do it it's so their little way around of it not having a kitchen is you you get a crock pot hot dogs are easy and they're delicious telling you i don't want to know what's in them or what's like the how how often it's clean, but. I'm
0: telling you, we should. Uh, We should open up our own dive bar. It'll be a hipster dive bar. It'll be called Bobby's Fridge. <laughs> <laughs> and the front door is like an actual like refrigerator door. door. That Actually, it's great. a fucking refrigerator in the front. You like walk through and like. Like and a walk in. Like and it looks like. It looks like the fucking weirdest dive bar ever. Like the lamps are like upside down chairs with light bulbs on them, <laughs> hanging from like big ass chains from the roof. And they've got
1: PBR
0: and what else, Bobby? What, all what right.
1: else? Let's see if, I, if I'm serving, all right, the, PBR. If you, have a,
0: you have a grimy dive bar.
1: Dream, right.
0: Your dream dive bar it's called Bobby's fridge.
1: All right, I'm, I'm serving like three beers. Okay. And that's it, PBR. All right. Coors. Cool. Left hand milk stout. Ooh. You gotta have that like that top notch one, right? Just one. That's it. Don't fuck with it. And then like booze is going to be like you either have the Costco brand of your liquors or you have like one good and, and one good of each of those selections. Ah. That's it. Um, you're serving hot dogs. Probably exact same way. Maybe even dirtier. <laughs> and then what would be another? Oh, and then you gotta have fried chicken. You just gotta serve fried chicken there. Bobby's fridge. It's my fridge. Um, and and fried and fried broccoli is fried, fried broccoli. broccoli.
0: You gotta serve like a a really like a dive bar fucking charcuterie plate, like the the meat and cheese. Bar. Oh yeah. But like you gotta have like. House made bologna.
1: <laughs> bologna and saltine crackers.
0: Yeah, it's all made in house. House made bologna and saltine crackers.
1: Okay, I one. actually <laughs> want to go to this bar. The oh, yeah, and, and, and you gotta have peanuts, but it's not bar peanuts. It's crack and pill peanuts. But there's not like. You never sweep it, it just kind of slowly gets pushed out the door. Eventually, oh it just god. like it just piles up in corners, like so we can take it as mulch if they want. After a while, oh my god,
0: this actually sounds like the greatest bar ever.
1: <clears throat> and you're uh, free to smoke inside. I don't know how I'm gonna get that law. Yeah, but 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 in actually, never, only marijuana, like not tobacco. Tobacco you've got to go outside.
0: In Arizona, unfortunately, that would be illegal for we are, but. And other places that don't care about people's lung safety. <laughs> yeah, you'd have smoking indoors. You could have a whole chain of Bobby's Fridge. <laughs> is
1: okay. Wait, you know I can even cut back on the, the smoking indoors.
0: And you gotta have like <clears throat> you gotta have like multiple Netflix subscriptions, so you're gonna have a bunch of TVs that all have like Netflix running on them, and then like. People can just
1: ask you for the remote. Like, oh, can
0: we get the remote for that TV? Yeah. And then like, we got Netflix on every TV. We got g- video games.
1: I think it would be really
0: funny to, like,
1: have an app for the bar that would have access to all the electronics through this app so everybody could just fight over shit so it's like two guys are like battling over which basketball game they wanted they're just yeah, like Jesus fighting Christ. with each other because they both have access but you'd equal have access to, to it you'd, ha- you'd uh, have to
0: have a really big security guard to like, uh, escort
1: people out it'd just be fucking funny yeah oh uh, any, any games there'd be any good games in this
0: uh I would just get a fucking Super Nintendo Classic the one that has like 100 or whatever. Oh games.
1: yeah, all the old original games. Yeah, that would be cool. I like that idea. I'm not a big game player. That'd be really cool. But uh, I am a I am a fan of the fucking skee ball or whatever the hell the the table with the little pucks. Oh yeah, I do like that game. I just I hate how much space those things take up. You're so inefficient in a bot.
0: What you got to do is okay. You got to have what was it? PBR Coors. Left, left hand, hand. milk stout and you got to brew you have you have to have a rotating beer that you brew yourself
1: okay i and like that.
0: it's whatever i like guess a, a seasonal
1: hey this is what we got it sucks or it's fucking fantastic never have it again
0: uh you also got to serve monkey piss oh
1: yeah yeah
0: which is i i was actually thinking of making it into a uh, like a like a cider yeah, I guess it would like be like a
1: banana cider
0: well yeah bananas don't have juice but I was thinking like well you could like get a banana mash and mix it with some water and some sugar and some yeast and stuff and then basically make like strain it make like a fucking banana
1: we white. need to serve kool-aid kool-aid need kool-aid that'd be good that's that's the non-alcoholic the Kool-Aid. The Kool-Aid. <laughs> that's the only mixer we have the
0: kool-aid has <laughs> to be free too
1: Kool-Aid's free, and it's the only mixture we got. So you want a fucking margarita? Tough luck. <laughs> you can have tequila and a Kool Aid.
0: <laughs> yeah, you gotta have like literally the the basic shit. You should. In fact, <laughs> it'd be funny if you you had. Okay, so you have one of each alcohol. Well, and it's like literally whatever sh- bullshit fucking cheapest booze you can get. Like, and it's just base. It's just vodka. Rum, tequila, and gin. Yeah, that's it. And then you have and, and one
1: and and, and, and I one, don't know bourbon
0: and and a one top shelf version of each. Yes, that's it.
1: That's it. Like no, no And it, ideally Costco brand because it's just, I just like the value there, man.
0: And uh, and then you just have the most basic soda. Like it's like we have Coke, and Sprite, and ginger ale.
1: Yeah,
0: tonic water. That's it.
1: Yeah, just real basic. Keep it no extra. Dope, maybe have some lines. In fact,
0: in fact, you gotta have a sign that literally just illustrates how fucking stripped down it is, and it just says "menu." And it's that's like, it. It's like our four beers. Okay,
1: so I have the stripped down. Okay, so my fr- fried chicken isn't stripped down enough for you, by the way. I want only thighs, legs, and wings. That's it. No fucking breasts. I hate the breast. Just fuck the breast. Right. Thighs, legs, and wings. That's it.
0: What you should do: thighs, wings, uh, thighs, legs, and wings, and chicken strips.
1: Strips, I I, I I I do like the strip. Strips are good, As and it's then a And
0: then you can be like, yeah, fuck the breast, but you can get chicken strips.
1: Yeah, but you can get chicken strips if you want that. If you want white meat,
0: If you want white meat, we got chicken strips. They're bomb. Fried, Hot dog, fried chicken. You also gotta serve canned oysters.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I gotta do canned oysters. Uh, yeah, that's just a random. <laughs> We'll just have canned oysters and sardines just... chilling. <laughs> if you just want it, man. If you want it. That's cool. Got chips? Yep, yeah, Lay's potato chips. That's it. Yep. Just Lay's. Basic. Ooh.
0: Instead of bar peanuts, you should just have Lay's potato chips.
1: <sighs> I like that, but I still... I, I want crack and eat peanuts because I want the mess on the floor. You and should, I love peanuts while I'm drinking.
0: You could, you could do, like, alternating across the bar top, like... Bowl of peanuts, bowl of chips, bowl of peanuts. Oh,
1: that would be chips. great. And then, and they just someone over. And they gotta be big though. Like you know, like the big party ones. They gotta be like that. Cause I hate when you're eating something at a bar and like you run out you like, you gotta wait for your fucking bartender to come give them to you. They don't want to do it, so they're not gonna t- get tipped for it. Yeah. So there's that. Um. What, what's the landscape look like? Real, real open.
0: Um. I'm thinking this is literally a hole in the wall. Like, literally, like...
1: Our listeners
0: won't understand this reference, but the District Tavern. Like, some, like, indoor, like, along, like, the avenue kind of, like, indoor fucking, like, I don't know, super dive.
1: Grungy dive bar. It's got to be almost, like... It's got to be utilitarian and 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 nothing nothing like, glamorous at all. I don't want to see shit shiny. I so, don't really want mirrors, maybe reflective surfaces, but So you should
0: get like hardwood floors installed all brand new and then go in and like deliberately like fuck them up. Just so it looks all fucking
1: shitty. Oh, I like that. Yeah. Walls man. just like gray or something. Mm-hmm. Fucking bland. You know what? I really like the walls to be like that. You know, you see patina on like old walls and like old, um, old buildings in like New York or, or Boston. If you ever watch a show and it's in there and there's like a, they're in some shitty, uh, apartment building, like the wall just looks like it, it's, it's, you know, had some wallpaper, but it's peeling back. It's all, you don't even know what color it is. It just looks, I want that color.
0: That
1: color. (laughs) I don't know what color that is. I want that. Just like patina.
0: Yeah. I'd go to that bar. I'd
1: fucking probably live at that bar.
0: Yeah, you would. Bobby's fridge.
1: Yeah, and there's got to be couches and TVs places. Everywhere. Yeah, just like, you just sit back at a couch, just watch some TV and drink some beer.
0: Yeah, that'd be rad. That'd be a rad bar. I would go to that bar.
1: I would go to that bar.
0: And you got to keep it all, like, you got to keep it all stripped down. Because like, yeah. I think the problem with hipster bars is you go in and like, it's like, damn, that's an impressive alcohol selection, but it's so many choices. Oh,
1: yeah, and it's like, dude, I don't want to piss off the guy who wants a beer next because the bartender has to give me four samples to give me the beer I want. I just want fucking beer I know I like. I know I like PBR. I know I like Coors. And for the fancy shit, I know I like Left Hand Milk Stout. And here's a, here's a kicker, if you wish. If if you don't like any one of those beers, like you don't like beer. <laughs> like, if one of those beers don't get you, true, beer isn't your choice. <clears throat> That's why we got. Because I'm
0: I'm neither a fan necessarily of Coors or PBR, but I love left-hand milk stout. Yeah. It's
1: it's one for each of you. Um, I feel like and then like, you got to do the, the rotating.
0: Yeah, and it's part, and it's house just crew.
1: because of of taste today. I'll probably be something super hoppy. Because yeah. that's what everybody likes today I hope this trend passes Because I can't stand hoppy beer um, I don't mind hops But IPAs I'm, are I'm that too guy far. where like I think they should like Go the
0: opposite route with beers And they won't do this because like Everyone hates this idea But I really like the idea Of like Like beer That really doesn't have any hops is sweeter like literally oat soda like oat soda sounds fucking delicious but you know like it's that skunky hop bullshit i don't really like that's why i like dark beer because it tastes more like technically
1: beer doesn't have to have hops well basic beer is just barley water
0: it the hops as far as i know is added as a preservative but now we don't really have to worry about that because
1: it's the future we, we have pasteurization
0: i to me like and I know beer aficionados are like, ooh, when I say this, but like, the idea of like a fucking alcoholic honey oat soda sounds fucking delicious. And then, like, when you drink a beer, like, beer's good, but it's not sweet at all. It's definitely bitter. And, like, it's very, uh, takes a minute to, like, get used to the yeah. bitterness and stuff. It's like coffee. Like, I like, yeah. I drink black coffee, but I didn't.
1: Okay, I well, like, do, do this experiment, right? And I and I saw this experiment done uh, quite a bit in my life because my aunt watched a lot of kids. And she would usually watch them from infancy. And so you got to... And I was the little badass who... Or the little asshole who got the kids introduced to this shit that the parents don't want. The ice creams, the sodas, the coffee. Never the beer. Right. But, um, but you give a kid a taste of beer... They fucking make some weird face. They don't really like it. They'll, they'll grow to like it eventually. They might. You give them coffee and, they're, they're, and they'll actually grow to like that faster. You give them soda, they like it immediately. Yeah. It's sugar. I've always thought that, well, why can't, why isn't there like the Pepsi of alcohol? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like that isn't beer, but it's just like grabbing a Pepsi and drinking it. Yeah. And Yeah do that. I, I know there are companies out there, like, I, I know Sam Adams has like a derivative of like a soda mixture of beer, but it's still a small market at this point. But it not a gin and coke, or like a jack and coke, because that still tastes like alcohol in it. Yeah. And just like, throw back just like a soda.
0: Like, I'm literally talking about something that's like, uh, like literally think like oat cider. You know? It, like, when you drink like Angry Orchard, it's like, this mm. is literally like apple juice with yeah. just a a hint, yeah. a slight hint of, like, alcohol. It's like I would like that but, like, with, like, oats. So I like horchata. And that's, like, okay. a, a big Mexican thing. And that's, and that's just,
1: what horchata is? It's like, oh,
0: horchata is rice water. But okay. there's also these drinks that you can get sometimes from, like, the the taco carts here in town. It's fucking badass. But it's literally, like...
1: What if we it's, ferment horchata?
0: It's, it's sweet... Oh, I'll get to that in a minute. Uh, <laughs> it's literally sweet Oh, uh, barley water. They just grind barley up in water with sugar, and it's a, it's a cereal drink, but it's not thick. It's not like,
1: and it tastes good. Now, do, I like do they, it do they Gracie. add a whole bunch of cinnamon? Yes. Of
0: I like it. Gracie hates it because
1: I don't see. I, would, I wouldn't like it. Is I'm not big on cinnamon specifically yeah. in my drinks, um, but yeah, the the beginning. Like, if you did vanilla rather than cinnamon, I'd be down with that. Yeah. And it's, it's sweet. It tastes mm-hmm. kind of like cereal.
0: Yeah, it's Ground
1: like. up, cereal mixed up.
0: Yeah, I don't know how necessarily to describe the taste, like, but it's like, yeah, it's like. Has that like malty cereal, but it's like kind of refreshing, like. A yeah, I
1: Yeah, I mean, I don't. I think we. I think there's a lot to be done with alcohol still, simply because. Remember, we. Before Prohibition, the two most popular forms of alcohol were uh, rye whiskey and uh, ap- or ciders, hard ciders. Um, people weren't drinking tons of beer, they're drinking more ciders and whiskey, and not even bourbon. So our taste wouldn't have changed after Prohibition in a sense. But also, all the other things that might have been in the market just didn't necessarily revive back because they started you know, with a lot of regulation again. And it wasn't until like the 80s or early 90s or something like that we started deregulating um, at-home alcohol production. Right. You could at home brew uh, in the 60s, for example. Yeah. Just <laughs> very illegal. It was like growing weed. Yeah. Which is crazy. So.
0: Yeah. But,
1: but uh... I like the idea of, of uh, trying to ferment in, uh, something like that, a, a traditional drink that we know of. That's kind of what how tequila came about mm-hmm. they they took mescal and they applied distillation to it right and boom tequila
0: yeah like basically theoretically like literally any beverage you can think of can be turned into hooch
1: like, <laughs> yeah. like if it's got sugar in it <laughs> even if it
0: doesn't you just add sugar yeah. and yeast like That's... like you could literally you could take something that like you wouldn't think like like you could <laughs> And this is stupid, but, like, you could, like, grill zucchini and, like, blend it up and, like, mix it with water, and if you just add enough sugar and the right type of yeast to it, you'll make a fucking grilled zucchini alcohol. (laughs) It'll probably taste fucking horrible, but, hey, you know, well, you gotta, yeah, you gotta add water and sugar and yeast and, like, yeah, you gotta fucking the shit do its thing. And And, you only have to do
1: sugar. There's all kinds of corn syrup honey Ye- it, it yeah Nectars? yeast
0: the yeast just needs some kind of any kind of sugar to feed off of it doesn't have to be straight up sugar it can be anything that is a derivative of sugar honey whatever like mead the oldest fucking alcohol in the world is literally or uh, it's one of
1: it's honey and yeast
0: yeah it's honey yeast and
1: water yeah. that's it uh beer was just barley water yeah. And then it was just left alone and it created yeast. Yeah. That's it. That's what, uh, the oldest remnants of beer we have was uh, ancient Samaria, And we found jars with them. And then, uh, I want to say, say it's dogfish head. Went back and they analyzed the ingredients in it. And they found the proportions and they resurrected it. And it's called a Midas touch. It's an actual beer you can buy. Apparently it's, it's not very good. It's really, really bland, but it's beer. And yeah, we've been drinking beer a long time. And yeah, alcohol—it was—it was an easy accident.
0: Yeah, I mean it was kind of bound to happen at some point.
1: Yeah, someone someone if- was gonna lay around or leave some grain around, and some water was gonna collect because rain happens, and someone was gonna be dumb enough to try it. Yeah, just like that, and alcohol—it's great. It
0: really is. I'm not even really a heavy drinker. Hardly ever drink at all. But even that like but even just
1: like think of like what became industrial properties to be able to have like isopropyl alcohol as disinfectant Yeah. to use I mean, it as yeah, just the different stuff we could do with it. Um, really it was the way we got through winters. Uh, we, it preserved our grain so we could eat during the winter and yeah that's why we survived. It was, it was a pretty cool accident that uh, really helped lead to modern civilization
0: yeah beer is responsible for literally everything
1: yeah
0: fucking i think i think that's a good note to yeah. to wrap up on beer alcohol it's a. Uh, it's awesome it's life <clears throat> well there you go that's like a an hour and a half long episode to make up for the two weeks i we've been doing other stuff.
1: By the way, that's the reason why uh, beverages are like my favorite industry in <laughs> investing. That's like it beyond my favorite.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So. Oh, oh. A lot Cha-ching. of money in beverages. Uh, I have new music and stuff coming out uh, this week and next week. So going to be pretty busy. We'll try to get another episode of the podcast and maybe even do another live stream episode of the podcast. That'd be pretty fun. Uh, yeah, we got some cool new stuff coming out. I have some clothing that I'm dropping this month. Uh, some new merchandise and stuff. We'll have that all up. You can follow me on Facebook and Instagram. Johnny Rubix. Follow me on Twitter. Uh, also Johnny Rubix. Uh, Yeah.